listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. The voice you hear, by the way, you, you might be thinking, God, has um, <laughs> Emily Dean got some sort of throat problem? No. <laughs> I am Frank Skinner. I'm joined this morning by Alan Cochran and Gareth Richards is Good with us morning. today. All the way from Bournemouth. Yes. All the way from Bournemouth. Do, 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 do. We can, you can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Listen here. I, you know when you watch shows like, oh, I don't know, Have I Got News For You or something, yeah. and they find a wacky picture in the paper, some sort of, you know, mix oh, of, yeah, yeah. and you think, oh, I wonder who spotted that uh-huh. beauty. Uh, today, <laughs> c'est moi, c'est moi. You? Yeah. It's reading the Daily Mail. Yes! And um, it was here, you I'm know. I'm talking I French. That's I didn't, rare. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay for it. And, um, and I was reading an article about Jeremy Corbyn. Um, oh, Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> And um, I pulled open the paper and it joined in with a photograph of Peter Crouch. Freak! Sorry, I was trying to think. <laughs> it's the only Peter Crouch chant I could think of. <laughs> oh, my apologies to Peter Crouch if he's listening. But anyway, um, and it looks, it means when you pull the paper apart, it looks like Peter Crouch has got three arms. <laughs> yes. One of which is actually Jeremy Corbyn's. But... Um, you wouldn't know that. No, no. So he's sort of holding two arms in front of himself, clasped at the front. Yes. And yeah. then there's a Jeremy Corbyn arm extended. going off to the oh. side. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Corbyn celebrating. Um, of course, far whatever. more useful had he been a goalkeeper instead of a, a beanpole striker. Yeah, we're I think. wearing a similar coloured suit, though. You know, yeah, what, what I mean, beggars can't be choosers when it comes to the. This will be on. It'll be on all the panel shows this year. <laughs> Just remember, you heard it here first. Hot off the. Pr- well, let's put it up, Sarah. On Sarah, the, <laughs> fast asleep on the on the Twitter or the Instagram. What what teenagers? Um, they sleep forever. They do sleep a lot. The also, I was reading um, the Sun. Oh, I've been going through all the oh. press today. It's like being a proper DJ. A topical comedy show. Hold on a minute. You're working on. Yeah. It says um, ginger ninjas double thread. Now I saw the word ginger and I went. I investigated because I won't stand for gingerism in the in the press. It said, uh, a dead ringer for singer Ed Sheeran tries his luck on ITV show Ninja Warrior tonight, one of Alan Cochran's favourite um, programmes. Enjoy it. Mm, it's very good fun. OK. It looks a bit like... What was the one when people used to jump from one ball, big ball to another that used to be on the BBC? Wipeout. Wipeout! Right. looks like that. Do I get any points for that? But here, listen. <laughs> yes, ten points to you. <laughs> Thank you. But pro lookalike Ty Jones, 23, from Manchester, flops. Spoilers! Oh. Yeah, spoiler alert! I wanted to We're know how he did. We're not going to bother with Ninja Warriors tonight. Now, fancy yes. doing that? Waste of a Sky Plus record for me. Spiteful, that is. <laughs> but it's an interesting thing from uh, Ty Jones. Uh, um, he says um, this is a professional lookalike, uh, Ty Jones, and he says he claim he claims that looking like the star twenty seven. So that's Ed, Ed Sheeran's age. Looking like Ed Sheeran, in other words, uh, has also seen his love life fail as partners just want Ed. 
Now, what does that mean? Ed. <laughs> no, I said Ed. I said, <laughs> does it mean that they, what, that they think, do they think it's Ed Sheeran? Or do they think, right. do they, midway through whatever they're doing. So first or second the other, day. The other, no, no, before that. Right. I'm on about an hour or so in okay. to, the, to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Whoever he's with says, you know what, I'm sorry, this is not working. I thought, I thought this would be enough for me, but I just want Ed. That's yeah. the bottom line. You want Ed? Oh! And I think that must happen to him, perhaps, it's probably, he's saying loads of times, probably happened twice. Yeah. But um, how weird that is. Good night. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Like I say, Gareth Richards is in this morning. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. It's a pleasure. Morning, Gareth. Looking at that lovely picture of Peter Crouch with Jeremy Corbyn's arm on Twitter. It's brilliant. It's, it's, one so of the great, it's one of the great comedy. That, that will keep... <laughs> British television comedy going for four or five years that and will I get any credit for it? Will I buffalo? Will will people need to know that a bit of the newspaper has fallen out and does well, now, well, you, right, just, of... people have the hard cop. People will be going out now, researchers listening to this they listen, listen to this obviously for material. Oh yeah. Researchers will be racing out now, getting the daily mail and thinking, uh, yeah, I'm having that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works with me. So um I've been on uh, I've been on a walking holiday this week. Have you? I love I love it. Get the old boots on. Uh-huh. And um I you Were you allowed to know where? Is it? Yes, I did the uh the South Downs way. Oh, nice. So I was in a cafe. Now, do you know, a lot of that on walking holidays, isn't there? Do you ever get this that um no, not really. <laughs> People Mainly. don't go in cafes. You don't see any cafes. I thought it was all fuel. I thought it was all about, like, let's get a pie yeah, but and it's all walk. Pa- no, it's all packed lunch. Oh, is then, it? Um, yeah. Sitting in trees. Uh, <laughs> Bits of tissue around where people have used that. The cover that you're using from the sun, they've used for wean, private wean. Oh, right. Remember private wean, that Goldie Horn film? <laughs> um, Halla... Halloween. Anyway, so that was the name. So um, I was just trying to think Halberry Halloween, but um, it doesn't matter. We'll so, workshop it later. Yeah. So yeah. do you ever, you're both married men, do you ever get an occasion when your partner says something that stops you in your tracks? Yeah. Do you ever get that? Well, we were, we were in a cafe and there was a woman in the corner and she had a dog in a pram. Uh-huh. <laughs> And she bought a bowl of ice cream and she would have a spoonful and then she'd give the dog a spoonful. Yeah. Then she'd have a spoonful and the dog right. so it went Shared on. Shared spoon with Shared pounds. spoon with yeah. the dog. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Some quite a lot of issues. Gross. <laughs> well, there's and quite a lot of issues Kat going said on to already. Me, oh man, I can't even look I can't even look I said, just shut up about it, you know. Just pay for the ice cream. It's <laughs> to what she likes. Going, oh, guys, making me. I said, just shut up about it. We got outside and she was going on, but she said, I, I think, I'm sorry. I know, but I think that was disgusting. I said, look, you know, people live their own lives. She said to me, this is right. what she honestly said to me. 
It wasn't even a proper dog pram. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. What? Is there such a thing as a dog pram? Could I go online now and Google dog prams and there would be a dog pram company? I wouldn't be surprised in this capitalist world. People have profitised everything, haven't they? But <laughs> I've but never I, heard of a dog pram. No. I mean, I've never heard of one. Are you one hundred percent sure it wasn't just an ugly baby? No, it was definitely. <laughs> it could have been um, one of the Argentine wolf boys. Oh, maybe one reads about. No, maybe. no, it was a dog. I could see. It was a, they, she had the hood down. It was a clearly. I mean, we once she had moved the bonnet to one side. <laughs> right. No, there wasn't a bonnet. That would have been crazy. But you could see she was. Uh, I mean, it, it was definitely a dog. I don't have any doubts about. That. A dog supposed to eat dairy. I'm um, not sure. I think That's the phone. <laughs> I mean, my, dog's, no, I think my dog is gluten-free. So. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's beyond a modern, pastiche. modern thing that's ever happened on this. <laughs> my uh, dog station. is beyond pastiche. Like, yeah. My dog's you know, beyond, beyond pasties. pasties. Yeah. Hey, oh, <laughs> it's Shakespeare, Wordsworth. What is it you have to do? It's oh, I don't know that. Wordsworth. No. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, it's from Marlon and Hardy. Can anyone explain, remind me of this Shakespeare, Wordsworth thing, 8, 12, 15? Um, yeah, so um, I'd like, and also eight twelve fifteen. If anyone um, owns, has seen a dog pram, an official dog pram, <laughs> dog not just pram. a not a dog in a pram, a dog pram, dog pram. Then um, I'd I'd love to hear from. Uh, I'd love to hear from them. Uh, you still got your your prams from your young kids? I, no word of a lie. Our uh, our most recent pram we donated to our neighbour to use for a dog, which is now you no longer are with us. Yeah, joking? Yeah. yeah, she she walks well, around for. Well, ages. we found we found out what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does she eat a lot of ice cream? I mean, I would, I would imagine she would happily share her ice cream with, but I don't think she would be walking in the south. Oh, maybe. <gasps> Is the uh, dog still alive? The one that was in the pram, no, yeah. but there are other dogs well, in her I mean, life. I can understand. Always. If it had been a dead dog, I could understand the necessity <laughs> for the pram. No, no, no. It was just I'm not old. saying I'm not saying there's anything essentially wrong about a dog in a pram if no. the dog is disabled in some way. Yeah, or just but, they get but, aged, don't they? But a dog pram. No. Yeah. yeah. We kept you know those walkers. <laughs> sorry, remember those walkers you could get when kids put their legs in? A yeah. walk? That's what I put a dog in. Yeah. So a dog walking on its hind legs is one of the best things in comedy. <laughs> put it in one of those, it wouldn't really have any, any choice. I, on the, da, the dainty step of a dog on its hind legs. Nice. <laughs> nothing, barely touching the floor, they are. <laughs> it's like ballet. <laughs> sorry, you were saying I interrupted you. I said we Gareth. don't have any leftover prams because we kept our kids on. On Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> so worth going back. <laughs> worth going back. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I would say that uh, in what has so far been a wide-ranging show, um, we've uh, we've already discussed various things, but we've now started to receive text messages about dog prams, Frank. Do they exist? Yes. You are joking. 411. Hi, Frank and gents. There is indeed such a thing as a dog pram. We had to purchase one when our dog slipped several discs a couple of years ago. He couldn't walk for months and actually quite enjoyed being pushed around. It was good fun scaring people who thought they were going to see a baby and then saw a shiny wet nurse staring back at them. Okay. I mean, I, I would hope. say I've seen a few babies with a shiny wet nose, but yeah. that's... Yeah. 
That's I a hope, different story. Uh, I hope he's better than they had the dog. That was I didn't even know they, they could slip discs. Like There's no conclusion. <laughs> I've heard of throwing them a frisbee, but never slipping a disc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you'd think if you're on all fours, um, that you, your back could have a lot less strain on you. You would. I remember in my drinking years, my back was never in better shape because I was often crawled home. Yeah, very good for you. Yeah. Um, okay. 491 has said, Frank, the Laurel and Hardy thing is when they say the same thing, then say Shakespeare Longfellow with a finger on each other's nose to stop a jinx. That's right, Shakespeare Longfellow. That's from John. I don't remember that. What film is that in? I don't remember which one it was, but oh. it's, it's obviously stuck in my mind. Yeah, so they say the same things and then they go Shakespeare Never. Longfellow. I'm reintroducing it. If that Never happens again, it. I'm going to come round the desk to do it. We'll just go, just go, 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 gadget arms, and I'll stretch across. And... Oh, go, go, gadget arms. Um, dogs, do you get those for dogs as well? <laughs> Probably, by the sounds of things. I think so. Hmm. Um, Peter Crouch with Jeremy Corbyn's arm has so far got six retweets and 36 likes. Well, Oof. we're absolutely going through the ceiling on that one. And with the big numbers <laughs> today. I'm putting that up there with gingham style, which, oh, is, yeah. the, uh, which is what uh, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz... Um, danced um, um, apparently Harrods sell dog prams and I, I don't know if this is the uh, the name of the brand but the text says Harrods sell dog prams Bob and Nancy Carruthers I don't know if that's the person or the the no, brand that, of... that's Bob and Nancy Carruthers thanks for the tip <laughs> <laughs> to Carruthers I think is to um, <laughs> you is, to broadcast is, is, is to snog passionately is it yeah <laughs> yeah Oh, well, that doesn't surprise me that they have dog prams. Harrods? Yeah, because a lot of people right. that go to Harrods have dogs that they wouldn't want to put on the floor in case they got dirty. Mm. This dog in the pram was already filthy, is what I'm saying. Anyway, there are dog prams. That's something that we've all learnt this morning. I've, I'll tell you what I learnt on my fabulous trip. Let me tell you this. When you walk around... I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the blue plaque. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, well, he had a brief blue I've tried Colgate. <laughs> Can't <laughs> shift it. <laughs> but, so I saw, uh, I was in, um, Lu- you know Lewis um, in yeah. uh, Suffolk? Yes. Famously anti-Catholic. I felt a little uncomfortable. Oh, they burned the effigy yeah, of the Pope. The effigy and thing, yeah. had people saying no popery. Yeah. Um, which is a blow to the gift shops. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, we were there. I also, it's impossible to say, for me anyway, to say Lewis, or for anyone to say Lewis to me, I found, without me going, Lewis. <laughs> As in um, Inspector Morse. Yeah. Anyway, so Thomas Paine was born there. Yes. So, uh, do you know that? No. Okay, you know, do you know Thomas Paine, the sort of revolutionary, he, he, he supported the French Revolution. He's English. All right. Is he an Enlightenment figure or something along, along he those was, lines? Well, he was, he was like 18th century when that, and then he went to America and was like a, a, mm-hmm. a key figure against us, if I may yes. say that. <laughs> uh, so there's him. And then Anne, Anne of Cleves' house. Oh, yeah. Now, Anne of Cleves, I... If I remember rightly, and readers will correct me, you might, was the one who um, Hans Holbein, the famous artist, did a painting of her. And when um, Henry VIII saw it, he thought, he said, I'm having that. All right. So uh, he brought her over to marry her. Oh, in a sort of 
I'm going to marry that girl. Can't yeah, worry. exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. The Michael Caine scene, uh, Shakira <laughs> on like, the. Yeah, <laughs> Prince Harry watching Suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I think um, that David Beckham, when he saw that um, Spice Girls in the Desert, said, "I'm oh, going to marry that woman right. of, um, of Victoria." So it's like that. But when she came over, she didn't look so great. Oh. Holbein had actually uh, done her a few favours. Right. <laughs> and so um, Henry. Uh, got rid of her. Mm. Horrible story. Yeah. <laughs> if I may say so. But then uh, again, if you rule horrible stories out of a historical yeah. day out, you're not having as many fun can, days out. <laughs> can I tell you, those pictures in phone boxes are very unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Got some breaking dog news, uh, oh, yeah. dog pram news for you. Um, Seven nine six has texted Frank re dog prams. Uh, I enjoy the use of re, by the way. Yeah. Seven nine six re dog prams. Re dog is what they call repeat offenders. Yeah, Leighton, in, the, uh, in the car park business. Leighton Baines, whilst injured, oh, yeah. turned up to a game not so long ago with his dog in one of these contraptions. Stee Runcorn. You sure it wasn't his leg? <laughs> I don't know. Well, what I like is that this may spin off into celebrity dog pram users well, he spotted. Just, I think he wears a lot of uh, Dalmatian socks <laughs> with the face and the spots on. It could have been a Leighton Payne's already injured, turned up with a dog in a pram. The, was the blind leading the blind? <laughs> Isn't it? Well, the lame. Anyway, I was getting, my point was I saw the Thomas Payne birthplace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Anna Cleves, interesting. Yeah. Is that where she was born? Um, no, she's Cleves, I'm guessing. Oh, right. Uh, Anna Cleves. Cleves. Yeah. Unless that was a nickname, she was a bit busty. Yes. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Do you think that's where the term cleavage came from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Cleves. Most people call it Cleves. Great Cleves. <laughs> His- history's written by the winners, Karen. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I don't know if she got sent Would she have been sent home? No. Probably not. Let's face it, Henry VIII. Very animalistic tastes. <laughs> Nevertheless, so uh, Thomas Payne, Anna Cleves. <laughs> I'll never be able to say her name again without thinking of it. Um, and, um, and then I come to another blue plaque on my walk. I thought, oh, who's this going to be? Um, and it was... Uh, for, and it said um, the birthplace of uh, the Banoffee Pie. Oh, no way. Wow. I mean, what about that? I mean, all your interests are being catered for. History and, you know, you've you've long discussed your uh, restaurant chain, Je Suites. Yeah. So Banoffee Pie's history is probably a keen area of interest yeah, for Yeah, Banof- the Banoffee Pie. And it was quite recent. It was like 1972, wasn't it? Really? Oh, right. Henry VIII didn't order one because he saw a painting of it. <laughs> no. He <laughs> wouldn't have sent back. He didn't look like a man. If I had to write, from, just from a picture of him, if I had to judge him from a picture, one thing I'd say, not a man who would send back a Banoffee Pie <laughs> <laughs> under any circumstances. <laughs> 
Oh, not man. for me, thanks. I've got a beach holiday book. Yeah, no, I no, no, I've got this bird coming over from Cleves. Cleves, is that where Cleavage? Yeah, everybody says that. Got a terrible temper on him. Four seven one has given us some Anne of Cleves info. Hail fellows, well met. Henry VIII didn't get rid of Anne of Cleves. He gave her an honorary title of the king's sister, which she wasn't. He could do that, of course, because he was king. I know, but he brought her over to marry her, and then he made her the king's sister. Yeah. Yeah. Would you take that well? <laughs> Probably not, no. no. Still a demotion, isn't it? <laughs> I see you more as a sister. <laughs> it's even like, you know, you're, you, a nice, you're, a, yeah. you're a nice person, Anne. Yeah. You're a nice person. <laughs> but off he pie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep her around just for the cleaves. <laughs> but that... Oh, no. Poor Anna Cleaves. Anyway, so... <laughs> yes, it became the king's sister. I mean, a weird thing. She probably... Uh, how would you feel if he was his real sister? Oh, yeah. Did he have any other sisters or did he just bring them all over and tie them out as why? Why did... I mean, the beheaded well, ones Jill must have been, been led to the block going, I don't mind, I'll be a sister. I'll do cousin. Cousin I'll do. Oh, man. I am... Um, the Jack... I wore... You know, you know about um, men's things, Al. <laughs> What are you talking about? You're the most male so man do I, I know. You I don't. <laughs> I am definitely not the most we male man. We couldn't get. We know. tried everywhere to get a female presenter to replace um, Emily this week. So I think you should have a woman on the show morally as well as for the. Uh, we couldn't. I said, "Oh, get, get Gareth." <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Okay. Not quite in the Venn diagram, but the same postcode. <laughs> Um, no, but I, I mean, Al will know more about um, walking gear. And I stuff doubt like it. That. Do you know you the Mustang? In a dog heard... pram, I do. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard? Of... <laughs> have you heard of a Mosto jacket? Is it a brand name? It is. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of it's that. It's not brand one name. that you've. It's, it's not like you, you just got to have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like to call it a Mosto. The Mosto have. Well, bag. those cleaves are a Mosto. That's one of my catchphrases. <laughs> so I walk down the road. God, it's hot in here. Is it because my career's on fire? <laughs> or is it um, the heating? And uh, I, it was It's a nice a waterproof. Um, waterproof um, right. um, actually, I'm going to ask you about waterproof. So I'm not sure about it as a term. But it's a nice professional sort of walking jacket. I think they use them right. for sailing and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. Um, and I got it. I ran, if you remember, for. Um, I, I did I, I did a run with John Bishop on his week of hell. Remember yeah. that? Do you remember he had a week of hell? <laughs> so they gave me a lot of uh, quite nice gear. Nice. Um, I don't mean marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been... Uh, yeah. That would have been... Uh, that Just was on the uh, of John, the Bishop's, <laughs> John Bishop's week of hell. Um, Were no, you offended that part of his week of hell was running with you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, um, what have we just been now? Snog, snog and Widdicombe. Spend an hour talking to Frank Skinner whilst running uphill. Anyway, so... Um, they came with these coats, and they've all got John Bishop's Week of Hell on. Right. So I'm a right. bit self-conscious about <laughs> yeah. wearing them. If it had been my sport relief task, but the fact yeah. that I got stuff for helping on someone else is a bit tragic. Right. So I've picked 
the patches off the Mostow jacket. <laughs> it's a meticulous business, and I couldn't quite mm. get the cotton out. So the cotton is still, the white cotton is still standing up in a ghost image of where the patch was. Like, you know those shots from the um, barrage balloon of the Beijing Olympics when all the people in the um, singlets were standing? It looks like that. Like you took, you're up above looking at it. It's all these tiny raised white things. And people were, I could see, wondering <laughs> right. what had been there. Mm. Yeah. Um, so if anyone saw me on that in Lewis, that was, um, that was what went on. But, um, yes, waterproof, I don't think there's such a thing. Oh. What do you think? A lot of jackets are sold as showerproof now, but I yeah, think... What does that mean? I think it's proof of showers. Yeah, wind resistant, I've seen. Mm. Resistant, what does that mean? Yeah. I'm a, quite a resistant type of character. I'm capable of death. Yeah, true. I'd like to know if there is such a thing. And my other question, 8, 12, 15, to walkers. Scotch guarding, apparently. Yes. Um, if you scotch guard your uh, boots, they remain waterproof. Yes. I don't scotch guard mine. I found out this week that they don't, if you don't, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Could you scotch guard your feet? I imagine there's probably some kind of hazardous material in there. Right. But wouldn't you wouldn't need boots then? Mm. Well, your feet are already, what, like... Yeah. It's not the the weather that's the problem with feet. Isn't it? Unless you're calloused and you go um, <laughs> barefoot, barefoot all the time. Like one of those be, hipsters. Be, uh, yeah. Protecting it from underneath and above, but I think, shoes. Soft. Yeah. I need a man pram. <laughs> yeah. Can you get those? Yeah. I think Guy Fawkes had one Wheel, down where we lived. Yeah. <laughs> called wheelchairs. Oh, yeah, wheelchair. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get a whole hog and go mobility scooter. <laughs> For the uphills. Absolute, absolute absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, Henry VIII had... Um, Several sisters, this says here. Several wives, I thought, could have said. <laughs> Did have several News wives. just in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> several sisters, okay. Mm. Well, Mary. Mary, Queen of one Scots. Of them. Oh, she was a sister? She, I didn't yeah. think she was that close. And um, another text here says that Mary, Queen of France as well. I so, had a date with Mary, Queen of Scots. Tudor? No, we just had a bit of a snog. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> So are you ready for our um, retweet update? Yes. Likes and retweets? This is, board. can I say, if you just joined the show, this, I've, I've found a fabulous, funny, accidental thing in the Daily Mail today, which makes Peter Crouch look like he's got three arms. It's one of those that will just mm. be on every show coming up now. And every, when you see it, you'll say, oh, that was on the Frank Skinner show on the radio. <laughs> And when and it, and the so other arm it, belongs to Jeremy Corbyn. The other arm belongs to Jeremy Corbyn. So often the way. I mean, we could sort of do with a caption for it. Like yeah. What's the... Okay. What about what is the caption for the three-armed Peter Crouch, the third arm of which is Jeremy Corbyn? Eight, twelve, fifteen. How many retweets for this we... fabulous comedy have we got? We have had seventeen retweets. Seventeen. <laughs> Come on, Goodness, Gingham style, Gangnam we... style. Seven, Seventy-three likes. What's Breaking. the tune to Gangnam style? Whoopa Gangnam Style. That's right. I can't remember it. That show is. I've completely forgotten. Yeah, yeah. The candle that burns brightest. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
740, Ian Angle has texted, was Hadrian's Wall the original Scotch guard? Oh, good. That's mm, good. That is good. He needs to get onto the yeah. Jeremy Corbyn, Peter yeah. Crouch, <laughs> Peter thing. Never mind messing about with um, <laughs> retrospective um, Romano British structures. <laughs> 20 retweets. 20! Wow. 20 and retweets. counting! <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Alan Cochran and Gareth Richards is with us this morning. Good morning. You can uh, text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Or what we should do um, is, uh, as there's three of us... Yeah, making the show even more blokey. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to fight the blokiness. Yeah. I blame Anna Cleaves. <laughs> she brought the whole town down. Um, uh, 410, 410 has texted earlier. Hi, Frank and team. I'm a regular podcast reader, but I'm mm. listening today live from a campsite in Wiltshire. The countryside is noisier than advertised. Don't believe the hype. All the best. Oh. Can be noisy, yeah. And of course, the countryside is the home of the abandoned vehicle. <laughs> I also like don't believe the hype. Don't don't, yeah. don't believe the hype. No, no. You get that thing with you. You're a sheep in the morning. Oh the yeah, they they make a racket. And you always they? think, don't you, that they they all speak the same sheep? But it's not. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just assume that's dialect that they're from uh, different maybe. fields. <laughs> Maybe, I hadn't thought of that. I like the idea they have different accents. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we've had a message from 371 who says, Mary, Queen of Scots, wasn't Henry VIII's sister. She was his great-niece. I said I didn't was, think she was that mm, close to him. Yeah. Apparently it was Margaret, Queen of Scots. I think I misread it. I Margaret, didn't know they were... Queen of Scots, what happened to her? <laughs> Mia Culpa. I misread it. To... Mia Culpa as well. She was I think a, she went she was into a um, <laughs> adult films. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Margaret, Queen of Scots. Yeah, so is well, Queen of Scots a th- uh, sort of a title rather? I thought there was only. Oh, you'd think there'd just Scots. be one. Yeah, you would, but um, there's two Queen of not. Scots. Is there a Queen of Scots now? Susan Boyle. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't. I met a bloke who told me he was King of the Scots, but not King of Scotland. Oh. What? <laughs> By descent. Drunk? Uh, no. Yeah. Birmingham? No. Right. <laughs> uh, no. Um, he was he was on a, uh, a show with me, oh, and yeah. he was on as the king. I think it was the it was it was a classy uh, it was the James Wilde TV show. Oh. I remember that. Ah. Um, and a woman on who'd r- written some sort of naughty diary. <laughs> Oh. Mm. What with the, all the numbers in the wrong order? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 566 has texted Morning, gentlemen. Ree Cleaves and Cleavage. Henry VIII's wife, Catherine Parr, was known as a very keen golfer. It was a sport in its infancy during the 16th century. She gave rise to the phrase Parr for the course. No way. In I the like world. it. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I'm just reading what Simon, the Cotswolds art dealer, has texted. Who's I, a Henry, frequent correspondent with the show. And did Henry VIII um, used to say I was below par this morning? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it gives us a whole new meaning to it. 
18 holes with Henry VIII. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll just do the maths. No, don't. <laughs> don't. You have to do it a bit after, after nine o'clock tonight. Yeah. Um, no, so. that, I'm not having that. We talked about that recently, um, uh, Gareth, that um, golf, when it was mm. first invented was had a different name and it was Colf. <laughs> Colf. Yeah. Was that worth the bother of changing it? It's like when I used to watch um, a Y Five O and it used to have a used to have a picture of this big like Hawaiian guy who was one of the um one of the detectives. And it used to say Zulu as Kono. And as a kid I always thought, What why why bother changing that? <laughs> Of course, as I've got older, I realise the Wyans were watching Jack mm-hmm. Lord as Steve McGarrett. Why bother changing that? Yeah. But then, we didn't know. Different didn't know time, in them days. No. Um, so we have a retweet update. Oh, oh yeah. here we go. Another picture of Peter Crouch with Jeremy Corbyn's arm. It is, this is um, absolute comedy gold I discovered in the Daily Mail this morning. <laughs> we put it up on Twitter and I think it's going it, to... It's probably already in... Uh, it's gone across the pond. <laughs> Do you I think? Imagine. Yeah. Lewis. Mm. And we've, ne- <laughs> we've, strictly speaking, we've yet to have a joke attached to it. Oh, yeah, because we're having a caption. We want yeah. a caption for this picture. Even if you haven't seen the picture, don't go and buy the Daily Mail. But it's a picture of Peter Crouch with three arms and the third arm is Jeremy Corbyn's. That's all the ingredients you need. Go on, how many? 60. 60? Yes. Blimey, we are trending. I'm not sure that's what constitutes trending. 121 likes. The best caption competition I ever saw was in a football programme and it was... Garth Crooks when he was still a footballer mm-hmm. and he was at Tottenham and he was rolling over and he was literally um, on his head his arms were not on the ground he was like he was just his head was it looked like his head was supporting him and he was right. upside down it was a really like legs up like breakdancing yeah but I mean he's, right. it, it looked dangerous but I suppose it must have just been a momentary thing that was caught yeah and uh, the winning caption was Garth Crooks <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. Anyway, look, Gareth, you don't, we don't see you that often. What's happened to your life? Well, <laughs> I would say. I don't want to put you on the spot. If nothing's happened, we can move on. No, not, not really. I think in the last few months, well, I'll tell you about this. And um, it's a it's a moral conundrum, really. What Sorry, I can't. Uh, I'm a Catholic. There's no such thing as a moral conundrum. <laughs> okay, <laughs> is that what well, that is? That sounds good. Oh, conundrum. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was off on a gig somewhere, um, and I was spending the day with another comedian. That happens, doesn't it? Oh, it does. When you're out and about, yeah, you're on the same bill. So you're in a, yeah. in, a, in a strange town. And you get thrown together with people, all sorts of people, yeah. people you might never usually hang out with. Indeed. Sometimes you go for a, um, a romantic meal with them about two hours before people who are genuinely going for romantic meals <laughs> go for romantic meals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and waiting for restaurants to open. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went, um, we went shopping. Oh, nice. looking just browsing around the shops because mm. I'm quite happy to do that. As yeah. you said, I'm depends, nearly a girl. Depends on the shops. 
<laughs> oh, so out. many things wrong <laughs> yeah no and it was properly looking for bargains the oh, guy excellent. I was with was like really into bargains and it was um, an older comedian um, okay. from a working class background right and um, I would say from the south of England I'm not going to mention a name for okay. reasons that will become clear. All right. And love, very lovely man, but had a very different background to anything I, I've experienced. Right. Clearly. And we were um, we were looking around all sorts of shops, and we were in. Give, give me. A, are we allowed to? What you can you can say the name of a shop. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we're in we're in TK Maxx. Okay. Love it. Just all sorts of things. Love oh, all sorts of things. We were a bit unimpressed by the size of it. He said he'd seen bigger that's TK I, That's <laughs> how I always feel. That's how I always feel about the tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> Either too big or too small for me. I find. Right. And then suddenly there's um, a vase. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a sportswear. Yeah, it's really brought rummaging back to retail. Oh, oh so. So what? It's a great experience if you have loads of time to waste, like a couple of comedians on Tut Road. Yeah, it used to be record shops. Yeah. In between it's shows changed. at um, the, the uh, comedy store, everyone would go to Tower Records. Right. And, oh, that was great. But TK Maxx nowadays. TK yeah. Maxx, and um, the comedian I was with was looking at the reading glasses. <laughs> I mean, buying your reading glasses from TK Maxx. Well, because with reading glasses, you can buy them off the peg, can't you? Because you just get the right sort. And um, so he, he found a pair he liked, and I was going to go and look at maybe try on a T-shirt while he was buying them. I got there though and I thought I'm not going to try on the t-shirt do I need this t-shirt I don't really need it it so often happens between uh, the counter and the the changing room I think oh I'm going to take my clothes off. See, Kat does the... What Kat does is she buys loads of clothes and then takes them all out doesn't try them on. And if they don't fit, she takes them back. She uses our house (laughs) as the the changing room. Yeah. Yeah. She just can't be bothered to do it in the shop. And she's got theory about people's bras having bacteria on them (laughs) rubbed against the wall and stuff like that. She did follow Anna (laughs) Cleaves. Yeah. But strangely... Hasn't got the uh, willpower to go and get over that and try on the thing, in the, but has got the willpower to take the stuff back, I which know. you'd think would be a longer journey. You would think it would be it more... Oh, we can't. People are complex. They are. So did you try on the T-shirt, Gareth? I didn't try on the T-shirt in the end. I just thought, do I, I don't need this T-shirt. Okay. okay. Um, so I got back and he'd bought the reading glasses, but he was back to the reading glasses... And I yeah. thought, oh, he's already got reading glasses. But he, he thought, oh, well, these were good. I wonder if there's another pair like these. And so I thought, oh, look, these are your, your prescription. Try these on. He tried them on and, and he said, um, oh, yeah, these these are good. Yeah, yeah. And he said, um, I'm having these. I was like, okay. So, yeah, I'm having these. And then we start walking out. And, and I... Oh. Isn't, that, isn't that what Henry VIII said when he saw that paint? <laughs> And I thought, oh, he, How, what, what must have... What? what do you mean walking out not via the the cash desk? No, not via the cash oh. desk. And I thought, oh, m- maybe what he's done is he's swapped, you know, the ones he'd got into the other box. Yeah, and he's gonna, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's probably just decided he likes these ones more. But no, we walk out and he says, no, I'm, I'm having these. It's, uh, wow. it's good to do a bit of lifting every now and then. Oh, You no. know, keep your hand in. 
Do you know Arnold Schwarzenegger said that to me? <laughs> um, really? Yeah. I'm starting to think now maybe you shouldn't have mentioned the name of the shop. <laughs> Aren't you an accessory? Well, that's what Laura... The no, thing. I think the glasses are an accessory. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's if he'd been in a, what about if you'd been Cuff an accessorised? That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> to be... To be Arrested as an accessory, an accessorise <laughs> would be well, this beyond a... humiliation. I've had a thought by, for a caption. Mm? Oh yeah, for um, Peter Crouch with three arms. One of it, one of which is um, Jeremy Corbyn's PC gone mad. Peter, oh right, very good. Very yeah, good. That's, that's better than yeah, any of the others, yeah, as we've had none. No, it's, <laughs> we have had some. Oh, yeah, we broadcastable. Are they not broadcastable? It is better than the others. Okay, <laughs> fine. Good. I, I think I, I, at least I've established my right to be in this chair. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah. So we were so we were in a um, in retail shop, and I'm with uh, with an older a older comedian shop. and an older man as well, and an old, old an older comedian know, and three, an older you know. man. No, I'm just saying he was also just a man. Yeah, right. we're just two men. Right now, so Sounds I'm like in, two guys be. having a day. Out. He's a man. <laughs> He's just a man. Okay. So, so it was what quite... I liked about the preamble to this, mm. you said he was a guy with an eye for a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely way of putting shoplifting. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. Right, loves actually. a two for one deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's quite a difficult situation. Yes, for you. I was brought up not to steal. Yeah, yeah me too. And I would. My threshold for stealing and feeling really bad about it would be much, much lower than shoplifting. So oh, I, yeah. I feel bad about hmm. um, bank robbery. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, you know, everything. Just, yeah, everything. You just pretty feel much bad bad would you take, would you feel... take a paperclip home from this show? Um, if it was attached to some paper and it was by accident, if I just saw it on a desk and thought, oh, they won't miss a paperclip. And paper thought, clip. I need a paperclip, would no, you take I it? No, absolutely not. You wouldn't, wow. No, I'd feel... I'd feel I'd have a paperclip. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got one of everything you can see in this room in my house. Really? Yeah, one of these screens. I took one of them. Um, Mike, Whip woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken a few. I've taken a few of them. Hope. Alan's um, Alan's dining table has microphones attached. <laughs> Did you consider the citizens' my policy, arrest? My policy him? was always go to theirs if you can, because right. killing someone in your own home is a much bigger. <laughs> deal so I felt safer oh, in their house because sure. they got to clean up their house oh right, oh, right. Yeah, in yeah. case they killed oh, you see. not yeah <laughs> That was yeah, a good save. Save. Okay, No, I didn't have any ideas about killing that. <laughs> I think we all thought that that's the joke no. you were making. Right? No. no. I thought I'd clear I'm that up. pleased to find out that it was you that you were imagining dying there. Yeah, it was there, fixed. You there. don't know who you're going back with, do you? True. In a case like that. True indeed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Any, any young people listening, there's advice hidden in this show. There is. Masquerading mm. as comedy. Go to don't theirs. steal or murder. Did go, you... to, go to theirs and bleed as much as you possibly can. <laughs> you don't anyway. strike me as a person with a with a sort of a a good rugby tackle ready to go to take down this um, thief you don't I don't it was difficult if you are going to be gigging with him that night that though. would be awkward if suddenly there was a gap on the show and I mean I, I know well, I would have said nothing and then done material about it on the night I just wouldn't have been able to resist it that would have been it. awkward I mean do you know what 
You did. I did. I talked to I mean I didn't have jokes yet, I just told him about it. And also you could say it's good. You know the guy who was on earlier? Yeah. Had he gone home then? Yeah. Oh perfect. Perfect. Yes. Um and So but the problem here is so did you feel um you know like secondary smoking, did you feel secondary guilt? I didn't like it happened so quickly. It wasn't like, and it wasn't like he said, this is what I'm planning. Right. Do you well, think this is morally right? No, and are no. you into it? No. <laughs> no, he just did it, and then I felt sort of just out of control of it. And um, I also didn't feel like it was worth me saying, I mean, you know I don't approve of that. <laughs> like, I don't no. think he gets. Think but, when you walked, but when you left after we're walking down the street together, did he back refer to the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so what he did is he when he said, oh, you've got to keep your hand in, and I was like, oh, what, in case you're called back together for one big heist? Oh, Christ, like the gorilla in Sing. <laughs> <laughs> of all the old bank robbers who get in, and he's like, oh, so we got the map guy, but we're all a bit older, they're hard to see, we need a reading glasses guy. <laughs> so did the, get him and how did phone. he take that? He thought that was funny. Oh. No, he, had, oh. he wasn't. He had but, no remorse. But did he know he, you? Um, uh, did he know you disapproved? Do you think? I Sounds I really like don't it. think he cared. Oh. But I do. You think Laura, my wife, felt like I'm fully culpable as oh, well. Really? Yeah, you, well, you've I, been I should go down for it. They used to call on, the same on as Quincy. They used sure to call. Any excuse. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Al. I think it's a, is it accessory after the fact? Is that what Gareth would be now? I mean, not no. as funny as him going to prison. It was during the fact. Don't give true. it a legal name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't give it a Good knowing you. Is he a felony? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Am I on the lamb? I think you are on <laughs> too, the lamb. Too hot for lamb. <laughs> too hot for lamb today. I'll just have a calamari. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're, uh, I think we're still in TK. Oh, no, we've left TK, Max. We've, we've, we're, we're on the run the, now. We're in the... <laughs> the, the, yeah. the vapour tra- trail. We're on the way back to now what is called our getaway car. <laughs> which, yeah. Um, but, um, but, no, it was... Um, it's quite a thing to happen. But then I was... Like, I hadn't didn't have anyone to talk to about it because, obviously, it just happened. But then I arrived to the gig and I was like... Um, well, you know, hundreds, um, hundreds of people to talk to about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, before I told anyone about 17. it. I, and I, I was a bit worried about... How <laughs> dare you. It was over 20. Well, a lot of the seats had gone missing. One of the problems. <laughs> I mean, he stole the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were... Were you an accessory or...? <laughs> No, but so I arrive at the gig and I um, say to the compa, you, you never guess what um, happened today. And he said, oh, yeah, that. Oh, no, he told us about that. What? He'd already, he'd already told them about it. So oh, it's already not like he was... Um, My problem with it, is it, isn't it a bit rude? A bit rude? Yeah. <laughs> it's rude. Yeah. yeah, I, d- I feel it's like it. embarrassing you a bit. <laughs> I think if you're going to do it, go and do it on your own. Don't do it with someone. Mm-hmm. I just think yeah. it's a bit rude. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You should have got your consent for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying I would have 
I wouldn't have gone up to the counter and said, excuse me, this man just stole some reading glasses. That would have been... Yeah. <clears throat> My view has always been <clears throat> that they... When you go to a shop now, you have to get a basket, gather all the things yourself and go to a counter and you have to slide them all past the thing, get to the whole price, to the whole thing yourself. Mm -hmm. I am damned if I'm going to do store detective work as well. Yeah. They've got to look after their own security. I think I'll buy some reading glasses and then put them back. Oh, that would be a way of making making it I did that with a a hotel I stay at. There was a book... (laughs) Um, mm-hmm. Someone left a book, and I thought, oh, I like this book. And I doubt <laughs> there are many people here intelligent enough to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I stole the book, knowing that I was going to go back and uh, replace it with a, a more expensive book, but a book that w- w- meant less to me. Right. What do you think about that, morally? So the Bible was someone had left it in the It wasn't the a Bible. Oh, no, sorry, wasn't the book. Book. I've got a Bible at home. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> me. Hey, 12, 15. You've probably got one, haven't you, with a, a knife through it on the wall. <laughs> that sounds like good art. That sounds great. <laughs> a romp. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We had an email earlier on that I'd like to bring to your attention. That um, It was uh, in reference to your Banoffee pie anecdote. You oh, were, yeah. For for people that have just joined the show, Frank has been on a walking holiday and discovered the um, blue plaque saying that the Banoffee pie had been invented. In 1972, yeah. Was it really? It's more recent than we think. Hi, Frank, et al, and all. I didn't. Um, <laughs> good to hear that you've Judah. been to Jevington. Oh, that's where it was, Jevington, yeah. yeah. Other readers might be keen to know that my mum delivered the baby of the inventor of the Banoffee pie. Wow. When she makes it... Interesting claim to fame. I love it. I love this claim to fame. When she makes it, she always makes a pastry base and maintains that this is the original recipe. Banoffee pie with a biscuit base is a fake substitute which makes her tut and complain about the lack of authenticity. Mm. Jack... I think of it with a biscuit base. I'll be straight with you. Yeah, and me she, too. she should know. She delivered the baby of the inventor. <laughs> so I mean, exactly. Well, I I like this because I I I mean and I like apparently she pie. ate the placenta with a biscuit base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it. You know, there was a there's a bit of a scandal this week about the Nobel Prize for Literature. Was there? Won't go into details, but they're not awarding it this year because there's been um, no good books. Yeah, there's been some. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, interesting. I think they're in the committee or in somebody's bad books, oh, really? because there's been some sort of um, shenanigans. You know the, the current type okay. going on. <laughs> You know the current thing. I don't. You do? Don't. The thing that's happening all the time. Tell me off air. <laughs> OK. That's what I need. You know, there was an, a man who might not have been behaving himself. Oh, right. Allegedly. Gotcha. OK. But they said... Uh, so they're not going to give Shoplifting. it this year. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to... Yeah, in Waterstones, ironically. Oh. I mean, surely you can get free books. Brutal. <laughs> anyway, so they, they said... So they're not going to award the Nobel... Uh, a prize for literature this year because um, this because of this scandal. And so they've only ever done that once before. And that was in 1935 because no one was worthy of it. <laughs> now that is really something, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine if you say you put on um, 
I don't know, the BAFTAs. And I said, we, we won't be uh, too long. There's only four this year. <laughs> most of the categories, to be honest. It's not good enough. To have, I mean, nothing be, good on. No, nothing. Not we looked. Nothing good on this year. Best actress has been bad year. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No. Should I get, there be best I guess actress? it's not best book, is it? If it was best book, there would have to be a best book. Yeah, but because yeah. even like if a, it was all rubbish. Yeah, there's still the cream... On mm. top of the rubbish. Well, they're not even you're just the best rubbish. Mm. But Nobel Prize for Literature, apparently, you can say it's not quite good enough to get the Nobel Prize for Literature. Who knew? Mm. Eight, twelve, fifty. No, don't bother. Don't <laughs> yeah. 1935, bad year for books. That's what they say about it. Yeah. Just a little tip, though. If you're in a second-hand bookshop thinking, oh, I might have a look at this. If it's 1935, don't bother. Yeah. (laughs) Good to know. Um, So, uh, is anything else from the outside world? We've had some uh, jokes about the the photo caption, you know, with the... Oh, yes, a photograph in today's (laughs) Daily Mail, which shows Peter um, Crouch with three arms, one of which is... um, Jeremy JC. Corbyn. This is I spotted it. It's not the Daily Mail's joke, obviously. <laughs> Daily. Did the Daily Mail do jokes? Don't think so. They had an article today called "Titan of Terror," which was an attack on Karl Marx. That's right. I thought, well, they've stopped with that. <laughs> yeah. You gotta give it. I mean, for sheer belligerence, the, the Daily Mail are still laying into Karl Marx. Yeah. Great review. Well, three three seven has texted. Morning, Frangaral. Frangaral. Mm. I offered up on Tweet Point on the web the following caption for Frank's photo: the only arms deal Jeremy Corbyn would support. Oh yes, I like it. Full of arms, yeah. I like it. I like it. Then says, "Love you, bye." Ian Stewart Dutes. I like. He was a bit bit abrupt. I like. Love you, bye. It's gone. It's gone. As I used to say at the end of the Lone Ranger, we never even had a chance to thank him. Um, Four nine five said um, three limbs on a shirt. Yeah, which that's brings good. you in as well. Yeah, fo- yeah, football. Yeah. Le- uh, leaves out Jeremy Corbyn. He's just become a li- become a limb. Um, <laughs> well, you can't really tell. It's out Jeremy on a limb, Corbyn. it could be a yeah, reference on... to the um, mm. the council uh, things. Um, Ian Angulus. Uh, done his homework you suggested that he get to work on, yeah, a, on a pun based on your um, photo yeah. caption Corbin lends Crouch a hand Corbin yeah and he, that's, I mean, he has yeah. that, that's literally what's happened he's gone for a say what you see approach no he has exactly. <laughs> that's good but it's not right <laughs> Absolute 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 Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Alan Cochran and Gareth Richards is with us today. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Hmm. Um, should we have a retweet update at <coughs> yeah. the top of the hour? Yeah, we're doing. How are we doing on that? Oh, this is for a picture of um, Peter Crouch with Jeremy Corbyn's right arm. Yes. Something about giving a right arm. I don't know. Um, 110 retweets. Goodness me. No, I mean, that, surely that's trending. That class is trending. 214 likes. I wonder what the Oxford English Dictionary definition of trending is. Maybe yeah. it has to be like 200 or There must 300. be a number which, which defines yeah, trending. Yeah. It's like um, going back to the uh, shoplifting. Is that a crime 
where what what point would you reach the crime where you think no I have to do something about this oh Somewhere between stealing reading glasses and just like mugging. If he'd mugged somebody when you was with him. Yeah, you'd have to have said, Oh, I'll leave it out, mate. Yeah. Or would you be too frightened? Please though? don't do that again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's not do any mugging today. <laughs> that sort of thing. Well, burgle. They burgled a house. No, they get standing in the road like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, Gareth hasn't been on the show for a while, and you probably aren't aware that we seem to be doing a um, royal wedding news feature all the time at the moment because it's in the news a it's lot. Big, it's big news. It's in the news a lot. When is oh, it? May the nineteenth, is it? Same day oh, as the really? FA Cup final, isn't it? Oh, and it's it which was a day after the fiftieth anniversary of West Brom winning the FA Cup the last yeah. time. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, her um, her <coughs> half brother, as the as the papers repeatedly are calling him, um, has has his name is Thomas Markle Jr., and he's gone to the Tom extraordinary Markle. step of writing an open letter. You say Tom Markle. He's written an open letter warning Harry to not go through with the wedding. <laughs> yeah, and it includes the phrase, "This is the biggest mistake in royal wedding history," which makes me think. Maybe not that much of a history fan. <laughs> no, I think Anna Cleves. <laughs> yeah. Anna Cleves who came over, came over um, hungry for action yeah. and then became the king's sister when he saw her. Yeah. Well, yeah. even and then, there um, was a couple of Henry VIII's wives that it ended um, pretty yeah. badly for. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. not you know, a scholar. You know Cinderella lived with uh, Henry VIII. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he... Henry VIII would have been a great pantomime dame, don't you think? Yes. I don't know if they had pantomime in Tudor times, maybe not. Yes, it's a weird... I think it's fair to say it's a weird thing to do. It begins, yeah. it's not too late. Mm-hmm. Which gives it a sense of urgency that I don't think the open letter to a non-English news agency really conveys. It's a... Uh, well, Isn't also, it an odd way to go about sending a time-sensitive warning also, by open was, letter? There was no apostrophe <laughs> on it and only one O on two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would have stopped reading then. <laughs> yeah, and it's handwritten, all these things. Handwritten. That's when you need spell check, isn't it? This is a man who should not do handwritten. He should, he should depend on spell check. Yeah, yeah. Block capitals nearly? Oh, no, it, it, it switches between block capitals. Common. Very common change. <laughs> um, <laughs> upper and lower case. But Tom Markle, to let, you things. say Tom Markle, I say Tom Michael. He's saying, um, <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. Yes. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, I mean, it, wouldn't it have been one of the great stories of all time if Prince Harry had called the wedding off on oh, the strength of this letter? Man, that would have been exciting. See, I, what worries me about, um, I would say worries me would be an exaggeration. <laughs> right. But if Prince Harry woke up this morning and thought, you know what, I don't want to marry Meghan Markle. I just, I, I've changed my mind. Mm. Yeah. He couldn't, could he? No. I mean, there's no. TV coverage. Yeah. They, you know, they're book... There's book Windsor. You know what will be there? Dignitaries. There will They'll be, be coming there. from all over the yeah. Commonwealth. Yeah. He, he just can't. He's got to... Even if he's read this letter and thought this has confirmed all my doubts. And not to mention, I think there's, is it 1,100 or 1,500 members of the public? Members of the public have been invited. I mean, that would be inconvenient. They've probably booked a train. How did they do that? They might they have got a travel lodge. They just, <laughs> you know, 
Is it like when people go in the pub and say there's a comedy show on tonight down the road? <laughs> like paper in it. Yeah. That's what they're saying. How do, they, how do you get a ticket for it? <laughs> do you think there was a chat in the, in Buckingham Palace where they're like, we could pad it out with some members yeah, of the public, make it look... Exactly. Members <laughs> of the public, what are they? We haven't had the RSVPs we need. Let's just give it to some members of the public. Oh, that would no. be... But how do you get it if you're a member of the public? How do you get invited? You just get invited. Are they people they don't know? Because yeah. what? How do you define a member of like the public? A, I think if, if they friend. know them, they're not yeah. members no. of the public. I think it was like the start of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think they just got golden. a golden ticket oh, and okay. boom, they're in. But I mean, wait, is there a tombow or something? Yeah. I, mean, I, <laughs> I think I um, think it just happened. Does um, Tom Markle have a Tom Bowl? <laughs> he's not going to be there, so he no, he's not. It. He's not going. Um, no. He's, you know what I mean. If there was any chat, how sick will Tom Markle feel if he does the open letter and the next day the invite arrives? Oh, oh, bridge burned. Don't. Well, I saw a clip and he, uh, it was on a video and he was saying. You know, I actually haven't checked my post for a couple of weeks. Oh, <laughs> really? He said he hadn't checked his post box for two weeks, so That's he might have been invited. What kind of life does he lead? He hasn't checked his post and he's gobbing off in, Go- um, yeah. in, you know, in Touch magazine. He might have won the premium bond. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy not checking your post, Tom. <laughs> no. that's, a, that's a man whose life's out of control. Yeah, he's got bills, hasn't he? He's got bills that he's not facing. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I reckon. But what you're saying, Frank, is is that it is too late. It's too late it's for too anyone late to, to call back it out off. now. I think yeah. it's too late for for yeah. Harry to. I think Megan or Meg. I'm now thinking of because that's what the brother oh. calls her. Meg could back out. Mm. Well, that's the thing yeah. with the wedding is you never know if they're going to turn up. That's it's mm. part of the fun. Well, I think they are. <laughs> I think because she's going to have like four security guards, so she's not going to not turn up. She, she might do. be frog. Oh, yeah. She might come down the aisle with her, with her feet not touching yeah. the ground. <laughs> one one security guard for each limb. Get off! It's an adornment! It just had been too much. How <laughs> good would that be if she came down the aisle in one of those Hannibal Lecter sort of oh, on the yeah, trolley? The, on the, uh, with the, the hockey mask. Blatantly against her will. Ah, and all that. the TV cameras having to go. But she looks really happy. But a, 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 the, see, that veil is much, much thicker <laughs> than the normal... Um, it's actually chain mail. Because <laughs> if, if you need to cover someone's face, you're in a palace... The yeah. first thing you're going to reach for is a chain mailbag lava. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be... Pretty, I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, what I'm saying, if he has changed his mind, I, he can't do anything about it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we were talking about um, Prince Harry's getting married. Yeah. You heard it here first. Breaking. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah... Um, so he's marrying, um, yeah, Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Um, um, the sister, of course, is already married, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> what if he'd married Angela Merkel? That would have been uh, to oh. me. That would have been brilliant. He would have killed Holbein, that painter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, the letter says um, one thing that it says is that uh, how badly. Um, Meg treated um, the dad. Yes, Mister Mister Markle, mm-hmm. um, Captain Markle. 
I think mm-hmm. he's called. And uh, it says a weird thing, and it says, uh, yeah, she spends all his money and then forgets about him in Mexico. <laughs> What is, it? is that one of those things? I always think it's if you're a passenger in a car, never go to the toilet in a garage because you'd always love to come out and they've gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, he, did she get 200 miles down the road and think, hey, where's, where's Pop? <laughs> but what does that mean? She forgot about it's, him. It's in unclear Mexico. whether he's in Mexico. No, I think or he is in Mexico. He is in Mexico. Oh, but okay. did she take him there and forget about him? So it's quite a difficult thought experiment because <laughs> she's forgetting about someone in a very specific place. Like, yeah. Yeah, she remembers him in all the other places. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's the wall. Is the wall built yet? Oh, it could be the wall. Yeah. Um, it, will it, will, it, will the, um, America, Mexico be like North, South Korea kind of a thing? There'll be no contact once the wall goes up. Um, well, that's that's being fixed even as we speak now. What, the wall? It? No, it's North, not South happening. Korea. It's, it's oh, all... that's been fixed. Yeah, I'm it's saying, one, saying one, one, one door shuts, another door opens. Maybe. Maybe. One other door shots. One door <laughs> opens, another door shots. Yes, okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, if I was Harry, I would initially dismiss this as nonsense, I think. Yes. But you don't then, think a handwritten open letter would put you off marrying someone? Well, I'll tell you what, though. It might just make me... I might want it fact-checked. You think? Don't you? Wouldn't it just make you think... Mm. <laughs> it does raise questions, doesn't it? I mean, you, and once you, someone has said something like that... I mean, I, get, I guess they have a barrage of all the conflicting voices. I know, but this is the brother. Yeah. Although, if um, you haven't invited someone to a wedding and your wife-to-be has said, trust me... Yeah. Let's steer clear. Mm. Yeah. And then he publishes an open letter to the whole world. You probably go, yeah, I get, I yeah. get what you mean. Yeah, I think, I, I think on one level, certainly, you'll dismiss it. But I just think, you, you guys are married. If you'd have got a letter <laughs> a couple of weeks before <laughs> saying, I have to tell you before it's too late, she's an absolute nightmare. <clears throat> you don't know her like I do. She's treated her family terribly. Would it not have put a bit of doubt in your mind? Um... I suspect not. I, I mean, we, we have to work from a basis that he loves Meghan Markle more than he he knows the half-brother, don't we? And yeah, there's no, but... There's nothing too bad in the letter. Love but... is always shot through <laughs> with doubt, like <laughs> fine marble that's got those veins in it. I mean, I mean I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that Harry and this half-brother chap aren't like pals, and it's otherwise he would have just sent it through a WhatsApp message, wouldn't he? Like this, <laughs> well, he, could this sent, warning. he could have sent him a private letter anyway. Yeah. But he may have. Sure he may have sent to. him loads. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you read the whole letter, it is hard not to think of Eminem and, and, and just being caught in oh, with Stan. that dyed up thing. <laughs> yeah. I wrote to you several times. <laughs> Somebody should do that, shouldn't they? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they should do that. It'd be called Thomas, wouldn't it, instead of Stan? <laughs> yeah. And since then, she has her dad is going to give her away now, isn't he? Yeah. So she has invited the dad to the what wedding. What do you mean, give her away? You mean <laughs> exchange her for money? Oh, yeah. I, I thought you meant uh, he was going to give her away. I didn't give the game away. Oh no! Oh, no, right. no yeah. So yeah, the dad is. But did that letter get the dad called in to give her oh. away? Was he not invited? And this letter has thought, oh god, I look bad if my dad doesn't come. Um, where's Mexico? She's probably said to someone at the palace. <laughs> yeah, she's completely forgotten <laughs> yeah. that bit. Uh, and so, so I, was he invited before? Because if the dad, the dad could have said to Thomas, 
why don't you write an open letter about how badly I've been treated and I'll bring you a bit of cake back. That's a nice <laughs> idea. And he looks like a bloke who yeah. did most things for a bit of cake. <laughs> 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 Henry VIII not sending back a Madoffy pie at no time. We're on the edge. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's what he's mainly pointing for, the brother. <laughs> okay. Think the, the thought of that cake and him not getting his hands on it, he'd be prepared to bring the whole family down <laughs> just for a bit of icing. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran together... The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. We've been uh, discussing the royal wedding and um, Meghan Markle's half-brother's open letter telling Harry, well, I think you're about to make a massive mistake. The biggest mistake in royal wedding history. Mm. He says, <laughs> Again, what about Anne Boleyn beheaded? Yeah, spectacular. Oh. There is one bit in the open letter that I think will really sting Meghan Markle. I think most of it should be able to brush off as going, oh, it's my mad brother, he's bitter. Mm. But there's a, bit, there's a bit in it where there's a mention of her Hollywood fame, but with the qualification, tiny bit of Hollywood fame, he says. Know, a tiny bit of Hollywood fame. And I think she would read that and that would... Burn. I mean, she'd probably be like, well, you don't know what I've turned down. <laughs> I turned down a Bond girl because I was engaged to Harry. <laughs> like, You know, she's definitely had to... No, that, that was... He's been unkind. Oh, that's what I'd say. Very mean. I have to say, and, and f- forgive my any of my friends and family listening, <clears throat> and indeed the people in this room, but I don't think I know anyone who I couldn't write a don't marry them letter about. <laughs> I think you could find reasons, couldn't you? Couldn't you find perfectly good reasons to not marry oh, anyone? It's I, a big commitment. Oh, yeah. I could probably draft three pages about why my wife shouldn't have married me yeah, if I really thought Exactly, those are, the th- those are the pages you keep in your, you know, out the way until after you, uh, you've got the, the gold. Yeah, yeah. I meant the, I meant the ring, um, I wasn't thinking... Um, yeah, so um, if you're going to be spiteful, you could do it yeah. about anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure she's Do me, got... do me. No. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Um, He's a thief enabler. Enabler, yeah. Yeah, OK, fair enough. Exactly. Accessory after but, the But, you fact. know, for the right woman, she might be, you know, shopping, yeah. save on shopping. Yeah, if, if there's a sort of a Bonnie figure looking for a Clyde. <laughs> Or just, or just a woman that needs reading glasses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he won't go and get them because of his terrible guilt. His, wouldn't he? His pal will get them, though. What he it? doesn't need is a woman who needs a paperclip. <laughs> get a paperclip when you're at work. No, I couldn't do that. Enough <laughs> to buy a packet of 200 be, from yeah. Ryman's. Oh. I'd be good. I'd be a good partner for Eve because <laughs> she took the apple. That's what I was thinking there. Do you see? Do you see? Yeah. You took the apple, and I ju- oh, and he right. just stood by and he did. Go, oh yeah, yeah, I'll have some of that. As well. Yeah, but I, I bear in mind that he got equal punishment. Yeah, that remember is, that, that is true. If any, if, if George, Matt, um, Tom, Thomas Jefferson Max is listening to this, the owner uh-huh. of the. No, TK, TJ, Thomas Keith. I'm going to buy some um, reading glasses and put them back. Haven't you got any old ones you could put in there? Oh, yeah, maybe. I'm not sure that's how shops work. Um, (laughs) I would, if if I... Why don't you put them... You know, they sell sell full-face balaclavas. Why don't you put them on them? (laughs) And when I got married, um, because I got married quite young, 
still at uni and it happened quite quickly my father-in-law-to-be took me to one side and said was, he, a, was he the tailor? <laughs> <laughs> he said um, you know if all this is moving too quickly for you don't feel like you you know don't f- get swept along with anything you're not completely happy with that is... what was he doing when he said that <laughs> they were on a log flume he was taking up my trousers <laughs> <laughs> oh um, <God. laughs> absolute Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Got an update for you from um, something that happened on the show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, hello, on International Thank You Midwives Day, I wanted to text in to thank Frank. How is that today? Two weeks ago today, I was in labour in Dundee and Frank gave me plenty of encouragement. Remember, you became sort of an on-air doula. I shouted, uh, push. Well, it worked out, and at 8.34, Jude boy, William arrived. He? He's a little ginger superstar and Brilliant. is being well looked after by his big sister, Connie. Thank you, Frank. I couldn't have done it without you. Well, I don't, if, I don't know I... if that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll never know, really, I suppose. No, but I'm glad, and um, I'm, I'm also very happy that he's uh, ginger, my own child being ginger. And there's a keep, I keep hearing things that gingers are going to die out. You, and, could, um, uh, you could actually it. change your... I don't know if you've got business cards with uh, occupations like comedian, writer, no, I actor. I don't have those. No. Occasional midwife you could put on the end. Uh, that, yeah. Very I think, occasional. I think that would be... Uh, yeah. <laughs> on air doula. I think people think I was up to something. Probably. It's me a test oh, available. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there? yeah, you don't want that. No, right. I don't want any... I mean, you know, I think that's for the women of the tribe. You do get male midwives, don't you? Yeah, I think so. It's not, but not doulas. Doulas midwives. There's not an awful yes. lot of them. I think I read there was one in Scotland. But they're still called wives. I don't they, know. Not, oh, there's, like no mid, there's no mid husbands. No, there? no. He used to be a miner. <laughs> I mean, and I think it would, it's a much more blokey... We all did, let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a much more blokey term for midwife, baby miner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that could be, that's a more masculine... <laughs> but is it true that they are male midwives? Yeah, they are. Because there's male they, yeah. nannies that they call mannies, aren't there? Mannies? Mannies, <laughs> yeah. They? That's what they call male nannies. I did not know that. But, Every day uh, is a school day on this show. I'll say so. <laughs> mannies. Um, how lovely to hear someone laughing at that some, a year down the road. <laughs> I didn't make it's not my joke. Uh, it's not even a joke, is it? It's a, it's a, it's a portmanteau word. No. Oh yes. I t- do you think that I just noticed it this week. Meghan Markle looks a bit like Kate Middleton. A bit. They're from they're from mm. the same. Or Pippa, definitely. Does she? Yeah. Looks a look well, I don't remember like Pippa what Pippa looks like. Pippa was going to be big and then didn't really... Mm. I thought she would be like a, a, someone who'd be in the papers every day, but she sort of went away again. Didn't she marry a hedge fund dude and just step off? In fact, um... <laughs> Pippa Middleton. I mean, I... Uh, I, I yeah, she was going to be um, the sort of new eat girl. And maybe she just didn't want it. She married someone mm. who was the brother of someone from Made in Chelsea. That's right. Good info. Oh, and I and I think also, <laughs> didn't he um, deliver the baby of the person who made the Bonoffi pie? I think that's <laughs> right. I think that's yeah. right. We've had uh, midwifery news in three one one. Quick off, quick on the draw here. Yeah. 
The word derives from Old English mid, as in with, and with, woman, and thus originally meant with woman. Okay. That is the person who is with the woman, brackets mother, at childbirth. Okay. The word I is used to someone refer couldn't to both call male me and that female. Time. I couldn't say call me back, I'm midwife. <laughs> no. I mean, you could, but it'd be a different story. <laughs> it would. I'm, the, it's the emphasis is, call me back, I'm midwife. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but what do they call the male ones? Midwives, because it's well, about uh, with woman. It's, yeah. it's not about. Oh, so the, the woman that you're with is, is the one. Yeah. Oh, I see. So both male and female midwives are called Makes midwives. Absolute sense. Yeah. That, see, that's something else we've learned. Yeah, there's I don't no. Know. I mean, home university's not on the telly anymore, but who needs it? Well, there's <laughs> no such me? thing as a mid husband, but there are, I think we can all agree, some mid range husbands. And yes. I, I, I definitely categorise myself. I've never well. said, call me back, I'm mid husband. <laughs> but that's not to say I won't. No. I didn't know. I didn't know I liked ice skating until a few years ago. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were discussing midwives and uh, 494 has sent us a joke. I uh, <laughs> I joked. <laughs> Did you hear the level of respect? I don't, I don't think I you should always set it up as a joke. <laughs> well, he says, it begins, I joked after oh, okay. doing, in brackets, such a good job of supporting my partner through our first labour that I could start a business out of it. Company name, Nelson Mandula. <laughs> Very good. It's yeah. just that the Nelson needs a bit of work, doesn't he? Well, it would work if his name was Nelson, his I suppose. Name, yeah. If his name's yeah, Nelson. Yeah, but is his name Nelson? Probably not. <laughs> we don't know that for sure. If you went for Winnie Let's Mandela, assume. Mandula, you could have Wimmy, as in with me. With I'm with me, I'm with me Mandula. Or with well, me I Mandula. I was told that doulas couldn't be men, that it's a female birth partner. Oh, well, that's, again, we need to look into that word. Now, that would be Indian, do you think? Doula? Yeah. Don't know. Um, <laughs> what about <laughs> hang down your head Tom Doula? He was male. Don't know okay. who that is either. It's a common Now, here's a conundrum, on. Frank. 916 I told you I don't wear them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 916 was texted. <laughs> it's gone all out of control now. It was innuendo, and now he's just in it's your face. Plain, yeah. <laughs> Frank. Three blokes together. This is what happens. I'm. So, I. I disapprove in many ways. Come on, summer <laughs> <Some of> beer. <laughs> the levels of testosterone have definitely changed. Frank, oh no, it's like the nineties. Yesterday morning. This isn't me now. This is nine one six who's texted. Frank, yesterday morning I asked the Alexa device. You know the Alexa device that know the does Alexa the device. maniacal laugh and all that. I asked the Alexa device for a joke. Imagine my surprise when it began, why does Karl Marx drink Earl Grey? I immediately said, that is a Frank Skinner joke. Frank, you've been plagiarised again. Is it, why, I don't know uh, this is joke. It, is it? A, uh, I don't know, you know, there's so many jokes come off of me. They just... <laughs> I don't so remember. Do you don't know what the joke is? Out here. Do you, do you know, know I joke? think what the joke is, is... Oh, is it clean? Have I just read um, out the start of a filthy joke? <laughs> it's all right no, if you like, read the start. Why does Karl Marx drink Earl Grey tea? Because all property is theft. Oh, yes. Oh! That is... Is that yours? Well, that is my... I'll tell you what happened with that. Because hmm. I, I, I um, started 
saying that property, I want property, please. And I thought, all oh, property is theft. And I was round Angus Deaton's house, and he said, um, <laughs> "Do you want to? Um, do you want a tea?" And I said, uh, "Yeah." He Glad said, he just offered you tea. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, um, yeah, well, he knows me well. And I said, uh, but I don't want any herbal stuff. I want, I, 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 and I don't want property, I said, because all property is theft. And he laughed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the following week, he did it on Have I Got News For You. Unbelievable. But it, the thing is with pond jokes, I would say, it is possible for more than one person to come up with the same yeah. joke. So... And you know, very good of you. Yeah, very good of you. Maybe to give that. Angus and the writing well, team. We the were first to Peter doubt. Crouch with three arms. Yeah, they exactly. can't claim that without any. They can't take that away from me. <laughs> Do you want a retweet update? Yeah. Uh, so it didn't involve Karl Marx when I did it. So what they've done is, you know, when people uh, yeah. steal a joke, they give it a bit oh. of a shuffle, a bit of a reshuffle. Mm. It's like that. Maybe um, Alexa put that bit in. But, you know, the, it might have been around years ago, who knows? I mean, Karl Marx, as we say in the Daily Mail, Titan of Terror, today. <laughs> yeah. I think he said it's the 200th anniversary of something. Of his birth. His, but the book, yeah. his birth. I think it's his birth. His death. No, I think it's his birth. Is it? Happy birthday, um, <laughs> Carl. We're on... We're on 147 retweets well, at the end oh of the goodness. show. Surely, how many did... Uh, Gangnam Time get? Gangnam Style? Gangnam Style. I don't know if that was Gangnam Style got more than Gangnam Time. Yeah, Gangnam Time got less than us. Um, you said, I mean, it's a slow it's a slow burner, the um, Jeremy Corbyn, Peter Crouch, three-arm <laughs> motif. It is. Um, the next time you see it, the Isle of Man will be taking it as their official <laughs> emblem. <laughs> OK, so... Um, <laughs> Okay. Look, it's been a, another beautiful week. Gareth, thank you so much for coming along. Thank you for having it's me. It's always great to see you. Come and have brunch with us now. Oh, that'd be nice. We can break bread together. Mm. And um, Let's dash off without paying the bill. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we should <laughs> you, well, I know you'd go back and pay because you're a good man. Um, so, uh, yes, um... So if the good Lord spares us, how do I end the show again? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we're back again this time next week. Now get out. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.